Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give Fine Dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Appreciate you listening to these old episodes of High and Mighty, especially these Action Boys ones. But did you know? Dot, dot, dot. We're doing episodes of this. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. us, the Action Boys. We're here making Gabriel sweat for it a little bit, as yeah. usual. And you would know this if you listen to our weekly Action Boys episodes that are now on Patreon. Yeah, we answered the bell, and we're mm. doing weekly episodes of this same old shit. And you guys got to come visit us over There's there on Patreon. There's a lot Patreon. you're missing out. Do you want to know what kind of trivia we've overheard at the gym? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. better fucking get on Patreon, my friend. Do you want to hear Charles Bronson impressions, Steven Seagal impressions, and for some reason, three different types of Trump impressions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you... Uh, we're doing a new movie each week. It's uh, all the same microaggressions that you appreciate in these other episodes. Let's, let's give them a couple more. movies that, that we've done. We've done uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse, Point Break, Rocky 3, Terminator T2, 2. Um, Glimmer Man. Glimmer Man. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. We've got a lot of great ones yeah, out there Yeah, a lot now. of great ones. We go back. We do the death wishes. Yeah. So do us a favor. Yeah, if you're enjoying uh, this, head over to patreon.com slash action boys or actionboys.biz. And for $5 a month, you can get weekly episodes of this. All right, cool. That's a good warm up. Let's do the ad now. Okay. This is a headgum podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's your host. It's me, John Gabris, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. <laughs> I hate myself. What's up, all you little number two fuck boys and fuck girls out there in podcast land? We are here to do another action movie episode. So that means I brought back my fucking, my huge dad movie fans. <laughs> Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thank you for having me. Hi, shitheads. Hi, hello, shitheads. Uh, what the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? Shout out. Wow. Stanger's that? still the, one of the few comedians still listening to WTF. 
Religiously. <laughs> religiously. I, I don't listen to the interviews. I just listen to Mark's stuff up top. <laughs> I, I, think I, wanna, we all, I think that's what we all do. I want to hear his take. I fast forward through the interviews, get to the like his end stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear all about the coffee company that pow, shit your pants or whatever. <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about Commando today. When we were trying to choose our third movie, we were talking maybe a Sly Stallone movie, but the fact that we were circling, we had to go. If we're doing Predator, we got to do Commando. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I won't protest Commando ever. <laughs> I mean, I, I've watched that movie since moving to L.A. four years ago. I've watched that movie four times and twice was with you, Ben. Like we <laughs> sat and watched an entire movie twice together. <laughs> and I rewatched it yesterday. It fucking holds up. Before before we get too much into Commando, which I am doing a terrible job of hosting by talking about the thing we're going to get to later. <laughs> uh, I'm not a we're host doing, as no, much we're as teasing. a guy. We're yeah. teasing Commando. That was the our command- cold open, I believe? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to read some reviews of my podcast real quick. As always, if you rate me five stars and then roast me in the comments, I will read them on this podcast. Um, so here here's a l- l- long one from someone named King Dead. <laughs> Tony Soprano once said, remember when is the lowest form of conversation. While Jong Abrus looks, eats, and breathes noisily like Tony, he has no problem wallowing in self-indulgent <laughs> reminiscence. Tune in every week to hear a man in his early 30s wax poetic about the good old days of being 17, offer heartfelt opinions on topics he can barely understand, and forget what his own show is about for minutes at a time. <laughs> Though, honestly, what else should you expect from a stoned man-child talking about video games and superheroes? (laughs) Ouch. That's funny. People are fucking smart, man. It's it's funny and smart. People are... Very accurate. What I'm, yeah, what I'm learning is critic, critic, yeah. what I'm learning is that people are dangerously insightful. To <laughs> like I'm reading this and I'm like, I didn't even know that about myself, yeah. but it's true. Right. With a blood type of O positive. <laughs> what the fuck? There's just like a, a night vision shot from a thousand meters away of me getting in my car. I'm like, who the fuck is this? All right, this is from Snap the Jap. Pretty terrible. <laughs> hopefully you're Japanese. Yeah, hopefully you fought in World War II. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you are a Jewish-American princess or something. What can be said about John Gabers that hasn't already been said about a dumpster fire? The High and Mighty podcast is about the things near and dear to the host. Unfortunately, the host is basically Coco the gorilla if she learned to speak from Bruno Kirby, R.I.P., after he was kicked in the head by a horse. John Gabris is supposedly a comedian from Long Island. The latter is made abundantly clear as he tries to squeeze that into every episode. Not unlike how he has to squeeze himself into maternity pants, just with less butter. John Gabris asks his listeners to roast him. I wonder if they make a a spit sturdy enough to do so. Not sure what would be worse, John's usual smell or the smell of him being roasted. Okay, yeah, this goes into like a long rant about how fat I am. (laughs) Any more about Bruno Kirby in there? That was pretty specific, right? Have you referenced Bruno Kirby before? No, but I feel like, uh, again, they're onto something. (laughs) Again, another really smart person. I do truly sound like Coco the gorilla who learned to speak from Bruno Kirby who's been kicked in the head by a horse. It took two animals to teach me English. (laughs) Bruno Kirby from... Like Good Morning Vietnam, and he's in he's City in Slickers. City Slickers, yeah. and he's in and uh, Spinal Tap. He's in like every driver. He's the limo He's driver. in every Billy Crystal movie, right? Because he's also in the uh, When Harry Met Sally, right? He's the guy friend. He's in fucking Godfather too, right? Oh yeah, Fuck, dude, he's great. Yeah, yeah I mean, not that's I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, call that I a mean, roast. That's a good teacher. Again, another compliment. <laughs> uh, this is from Sheep Lover. If you ever wonders what Slimer from Ghostbusters was like as a human, then listen to <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> you ever wonder what Slimer from Ghostbusters was like as a human? Then listen to Jean Gabrest. Okay. Uh, Zach W. 1978. Uh, Don Gabrius is a fat guy from Long Island. His show is about why he's a fat guy, whether it is from drinking too much, eating too much, or just sitting around watching a lot of TV while eating and drinking too much. Also, he's from Long Island. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People think that's like a dig. <laughs> it's not to me. I, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I think I need to stop. Wow. Not a way Just to start s- talking to yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things I'm kind of proud of. You know? <laughs> Badge of honor. I just literally had to be like, I should stop this. This is unhealthy for me today. I'm a little fragile about my career in life. I don't need to read that right now. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, that was funny. Let's get away from the fragile ego of John Gabris and get into the rock fucking hard ego of one governator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Holy shit, let's talk about Commando, guys. Let's talk about John Matrix. One of the better action movie names. Great name. Everyone, top to bottom, has great names. In We've hit, I think, like, uh, if there's a through line of all the movies we've done, solid names. Solid names. Solid. All right, what is it in? Mason Storm Mason and Hardstorm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a fucking great, great name. Yeah. And D- then Dutch. the whole cast of Predator. The whole Dutch. cast of Predator. I mean, everybody. You look, at, you look at those end credits where they show their face and name. I mean, it's that's fucking... where they're not leaving anything on the table. It's like, we're doing these action movies. Let's hire somebody to come out here and punch up the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have some placeholder names right now, but we're going to bring in the best in Let's the business. Scour I'm not world. so much a screenwriter. I just punch up names. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's your job? Well, I look through old World War II yearbooks and pick out yeah. names for our fun. I look at... Uh, Baseball players from the 1800s and uh, and storm types. Yeah. You know how Eddie Gordetsky will come in and punch up a comedy script? I'm like that for action movies. Names. I would like nothing more than a job where I come into an action movie and have to make it more badass. Yeah. Uh, where do we start with Commando? I mean, do we just start at the top of the movie? I mean, it's, I wanna, I it's got take... two very good openings. Two ridiculous like the the cult the minute one is two garbage men spraying a dude down with a machine gun well i mean he, all that shit he like his wife's like did they change the day and he's like shit and so he runs out <laughs> with garbage so the their plan is like and he'll just assume he forgot to right. take his garbage out and he'll come it's, running out if yeah, he doesn't come out they're gonna just sit there and rattle garbage yeah. cans until he comes out and then I mean, they have to get and they fucking spray machine guns and then they have to drive a fucking garbage truck. Yeah, the it's slowest like... way to get away. Yeah, it's how long is that setup in con? Do they then do they have to work as garbage men for the week? And yeah, they did m- like an hour long shift leading <laughs> up to it for sure. <laughs> Everybody hurrying their garbage out, and also that's a big uh, leap to take that he'll run the garbage out because. I've had it where I've forgotten on the day, and I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Fuck it, I'll, I'll let it ride one yeah. full week. I'll let it ride a week. Yeah. Well, they know him. I mean, they do, they did serve, Bennett did serve with him. I mean, this is, a, the, the, I mean, the reveal is all these guys in the opening were in the same platoon together. They were all under John Matrix, and right. um, so they must have known he loves getting his garbage out on time. This he other guy pissed. loves to he gets <laughs> sells cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, should we just set up the plot really quick, and then- yeah. 
yeah, let's maybe it. give. If for some reason you're listening to this having never seen the film Commando, we'll back you up real quick and yeah, help you out. Yeah, this is for the fuck girls out there. Yeah, for all the fuck girls and fuck boys that can't watch Commando. Right. Yeah. So what would you say? John Matrix, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, ran a platoon of the most badass commandos ever. Yeah, they're, they're Delta Force. Yeah. So that's yeah. like the most elite special forces you can get. And they now they're all they, turning... they say they, they say later they're like they, who who are your enemies too many to list the South Americans uh, <laughs> that they... moment I want to talk about that moment for a second because they go who could have done it well you've made too many enemies and they list he's like he's like the Syrians Afghanistan the Afghanistan he's like the Russians South America the South America <laughs> and then goes or any number of terrorist groups yeah, so yeah. it's not just the, the Delta Force has got countries yes. and continents mad at them but also terrorists groups what are they doing in south america where they're just killing everybody <laughs> we, later learn. we later learn we later learn that he's well, just like such like writers covering their asses yeah. it's like well, fuck, let's get everybody like get a map out <laughs> i do like as a kid like all that shit just meaning nothing to me like sure yeah bad guys yeah. and now i'm like yeah you know we do need guys in those pl- <laughs> <laughs> boots on the boots ground, on the ground. <laughs> Ben boots on the ground, Rogers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, shit in Syria is not great. Yeah, we no. could use. Well, we could we use... want a fucking potential threat growing over there. If we have presence there, then maybe they'll back off. You know, so, these are macho groups. This is a, it. Is a very right, like this is such a right wing movie. <laughs> that, its, I'm learning that a lot of the shit I loved growing up was, was so like exclusively propaganda. Yeah, yeah. It plays to right wing paranoia, where it's like, yeah, we need that. We want. I'm that. so anti gun now. I I can't I can't believe how pro gun I am in my fantasies and in my like childhood like even so, all I did was play with guns my whole life, and I'm too afraid to shoot one. And now. even socially, like the first line of this movie is Arnold going, "Why don't they call him Girl George? It would, be oh, yeah. <laughs> it would make things easier." <laughs> well, let's. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. Let's so, so Delta then, Force, right? So the government won't acknowledge or deny the existence of Delta Force. Mm. That's how like covert and amazing <laughs> this group is, led by Schwarzenegger's uh, character John Matrix. And so these guys... The most elite group of American troops led by a guy who speaks broken English. Broken English, yeah. In <laughs> unclear origin. They say he grew up in West Germany. Or East Germany, East right? Germany, yeah. East Germany, yeah. Germany, yeah. Former least. East German. He must have escaped. And uh, can't come here and then jo- fucking join the military and just climb the ranks. And they were like, you're fucking huge. You yeah. should be very good. Uh, so these guys, uh, they're, they've since retired, I guess. And they all went on to live their lives. One guy in like the... Hollywood Hills <laughs> who's waiting for his trash to be delivered um, another guy paid. who's a car salesman who's, a car salesman. who's gone from Delta Force to car yeah. salesman so, and is okay with it yeah. one guy is like I guess a fisherman of some kind <laughs> right yeah. so these guys have had like very, gone on to very strange careers and they all mysteriously start dying there's mercenaries unknown mercenaries that are killing these guys and then so we find Schwarzenegger, who's, I guess, in Big Bear. Because <laughs> it's the, somewhere close to L.A. There's yeah. like a, the second yeah. cold open in that movie. The first cold open is right. people just being killed by Bill Duke, former uh, uh, topic of conversation yes, on this podcast. we got his name wrong. We got yeah. his name um, wrong. And he's great in Commando. He's so good in Commando, he got Predator. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes, it had to. It had to. Like, yeah. yeah, hot off of American Gigolo. Comes in, <laughs> kills it in Commando. He fucking and, is amazing in Commando. And so he's one of the two guys killed killing everybody in the beginning of the movie. Let's also talk about, these are 
Mercenary- I guess real quick, they steal Schwarzenegger's daughter. He's trying to get his daughter back. That's the general. Plan. That's the general. They're, we'll they're get into blackmailing specifics. him into yeah. doing a huge military coup solo. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. He's the only guy who could do it. Because, yeah. the, uh, because that guy trusts him. And again, this is another reference to Valverde. This movie actually takes place in Valverde. Mm. We know that Valverde Does is... Does it take place in Valverde? An 11-hour flight. Okay. Yeah, that's one. Uh, he never gets there. He never gets there. Yeah. He never goes. He never no, because the island that he gets to yeah, is, it's not, like, is yeah, near it's Valverde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, wherever the bad guys hang out. The good guy is where he... They, the Valverde is where... The, the guy he put into power in the 80s, in, in whatever. Yeah, whatever early. fascist dictator he put into power in Valverde. And, and uh, now Dan Hedaya wants back in. Yeah, he's an yeah. exile yes. dictator. And he's, uh, like, and he's, of course, a guy from the Bronx who's supposed to be a South, South American, American dictator. Know, yeah. yeah, in in Latino face, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird career that guy's had. Yeah. He's the played, dad from Clueless. Yeah, or the uh, bad guy from Family uh, family <laughs> yeah also the uh the boss from joe versus the volcano right and i'm not nixon. asking you that right now i know you can do the job but and can you get the job nixon from that movie with like the two chicks in it oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, dick dick yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so he they have they hatched this plan to kidnap matrix's daughter to convince him to then I don't know, pull off this big, you know, military. Yeah, it's a little complicated because you learn that the reason they killed the other people was so that they could f- track the general when he goes to warn Matrix because Matrix is the one that's off the grid. Right. So our first cold open is all those people dying, including a commando kill someone by running them over with a car out of a used car dealership and yeah. taking the car. And taking the, the most car. visible way to kill, to assassinate someone. No, and that, that busy... guy's secret life. So they put all these former commandos, uh, like they give new lives, like it's witness protection program. <laughs> and this guy's fucking used car sale. Yeah, I would be well, so previously pissed. owned, previously owned. Yeah. They don't say used. You know? yeah. I would like, and he calls Bill Duke brother a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like really uncomfortable. Hey, what it is, brother? We can get yeah. you the nice ride. Yeah, let it, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Listen to the engine purr. <laughs> and he runs him over. Hey, hey you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly, all these former military Delta Force guys, they put them up in L.A. Yeah, yeah. They're, all, <laughs> yeah, they're, all in the, they're all in the Southern yeah, California Yeah, we we'll get you area. selling fucking old cars in L.A., you know, in Reseda. And then uh, Schwarzenegger, <laughs> you can hang out in Big Bear out in the woods. And uh, yeah. This leads us to our second cold open which is the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger one of the propaganda funniest. footage <laughs> one of the funniest weird uh like all it's kind of fun and games with him and his daughter and they're feeding each other ice cream and he gets it on his face he's looking at her magazines <laughs> yeah. and laughing. the first image though is just a close-up of his arm like a bicep <laughs> And then it's like a close-up of his legs. And then they pull out the reveal. He's walking with a chainsaw in one arm and a tree trunk in the other. And then someone sneaks up on him. Well, you've seen all this murder so far. Right. And that's yes. it. And we yeah. haven't even seen yeah. Schwarzenegger. Right. So yeah. they kind of lead you yeah. that it's going to be something, you know, badass happening. And then the, the He's reve- doing yard work. It reveals yeah. that he's doing yard work. But I was reading in the in the IMDB trivia, which is a uh, a very present on this yes. on our and who conversation. knows if it's true. Yeah, but they said like Lester Mark L. Lester, the director, shot it like a Nazi propaganda thing yeah. to show an invincible man. Yeah, it was like the Das Ubermensch or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, it's him, and he's like 
sawing trees down, still very much in shape. We established that. Yeah. And the person... <laughs> the person we have to establish in every Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. movie, it's like, don't worry, he's still insanely huge. Hard. Yeah, he's still shaving his chest and in shape. Because <laughs> when you're off the grid in, like, in Big Bear and rural Big Bear, yeah, you're going to shave the it. chest, you're going to keep a tan going. He's mega tan. Yeah. yeah. Great hair. Great, yeah. Flat. I love flat the commando top. flat yeah. top. Yeah. I had the commando poster in my room growing up of him in the vest with the uh, oh, yeah. no no that was the predator one he had the m16 with the grenade yeah. launcher yeah commando was vest open uh belt fed m60 right belt fed m60 and he's got the <laughs> grenades on it yeah, yeah. the grenades yeah. Okay. uh so this is a this is what i love this is what i miss most about these movies is that a, a general lands goes matrix Blah, blah blah shit's happening i don't care get out of here whatever all that happens kirby Cur- <laughs> he flies away <laughs> He flies away. Throw and some then, boys. F- yeah. Th- and he's like yeah. so smirky the whole time. He's like, Matrix, you he sneaks up. He <laughs> sneaks up behind Kirby, pulls his gun out, yeah. <laughs> and then puts it on him. And he's like, I guess I'm getting slow. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's like, and there's like supposedly these, a bunch of you elite guys that yeah. Kirby brought with him. Yeah. And like Are Schwarzenegger just like walks up and jerks <laughs> Kirby's gun out of his holster while the guys just, I guess, let him. I mean, at least he could have flashed to Schwarzenegger giving them the shush sign yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kirby. So Kirby tells the tells Schwarzenegger, uh, Matrix, that the, all his men are getting killed. Yeah, yeah, and, and it could be anyone. Yeah, and this is the thing I could didn't, be anybody. Could be the South Americans. Yeah. Yeah. could be some terrorist group. Could and be my mother in law. She's a real fucking. She could bitch. be a real cunt, right? Am I right? <laughs> Looking right at the barrel of the lens. <laughs> uh, this moment is this moment's uh, funny too because I didn't re- remember when I first saw this rewatching it. I was like, oh, they fake Bennett's death. Yes. Which, is so Which is so pointless. arbitrary. Yeah. Like you could ju- he's revealed to be alive in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean these guys, these these uh Valverde, you know, I don't know, whatever faction dictators or whatever, this this elaborate scheme they cook up to get it's just like, hey, maybe just try to do it yourself, guys. Uh, yeah, at this, this point, yeah. just kill the guy. Yeah. A great moment in this. So as soon as Kirby leaves, all the bad guys show up and he, Kirby leaves these two badass guys to help protect <laughs> Matrix good, and his daughter. They're good. They're not as good as uh, are they good? Not as good as you, but they're good. And then like immediately one of them gets shot. And then the other guy, Arnold's like, we're downwind. You can hopefully smell him. He's like, you think I can smell these <laughs> guys? Like, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I miss this about movies in that they set up guys are coming to maybe kill you. All right. Goodbye. The second he takes off, yeah, the yeah. dudes that we even mentioned fucking, fucking come in and start killing everybody. Luckily, apparently, Arnold smelled them coming and yeah. picked up his daughter and got them in the house. Well, listen, this this is the thing with these movies, guys if and, and girls. If you're questioning as to how these movies can suck us up every single time they're on... <laughs> Uh, edited, unedited, TBS, USA, with whatever. commercials, uh, without with, curses. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they fucking move along. Yeah. It's like bad guys are coming. Fucking One boom. second later, yeah. they yeah, are there. Exactly. Schwarzenegger's smelling them like an old basset moves hound. So yeah. fast. This movie moves so fast that when they take like a two minute story break, it's like, holy shit! Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. From this moment. Uh, from from the beginning of the movie where three guys are killed willy-nilly by Bill Duke then this whole thing goes down with fucking Arnold from this moment until like minute 40 uh, there's only fighting and then it like yeah. breathes for a second and then it fights again for another 25 Oh, minutes. but you, Ben you were talking about with, with Alyssa Milano who plays uh, Matrix Schwarzenegger's daughter in it. Slash wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
there's some kind of weird thing going yeah, on for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. He's like they, constantly holding her and shit. They do a quick montage of them. This feels a little uncomfortable the to me. The montage at the beginning is insane. Yeah. That's where he says the girl George thing. And he says the girl George thing. He's reading like a- they feeding a fucking deer. Yeah. Yeah, it almost looks like Schwarzenegger is going to kiss the deer on the nose or something. They're right up there feeding a fucking deer, eating out of their <laughs> It is wild. It's so weird. And then they, then she like dabs ice cream on his face and he's laughing about it. Yeah, and she makes him a sandwich and he takes a bite and looks at it quizzically and he's like, what's in this? And she's like, you don't want to know. Yeah. Which means, what'd you make him a garbage sandwich? Well, I think what it, I think what they're inferring is that she's like new, like new wave. So it's like, it's alfalfa sprouts and like tofu. And he's like, when I where I come from, boys are boys, girls are girls, and you eat meat on bread. You yeah, know? That's, <laughs> he's reading the Tiger Beat magazine. He doesn't understand Boy George. <laughs> and then she and says, like, and he says a comment about like maybe East Germany was right about yeah. rock and roll. <laughs> you know, Schwarzenegger fought to get that. In there. <laughs> Why don't we leave the part out? You know, because it's, it's yeah. only been thirty years. <laughs> in, I'll walk off set. You know, and they're like, all right, fucking put it in there. I guess. Yeah, they tried uh, just way too hard to establish how close he is with his daughter how much he loves his daughter we're just is fucking weird yeah I know. it's also like it's weird that they have to do that in movies where like people just don't understand that like a dad and a daughter are close <laughs> like, like yeah like it's okay to if you just have to say it's his daughter you understand why he's motivated and where, where's the mom that nothing yeah they never talk they about never... her being dead them being divorced that's it's usually just... like a big part of yeah. it too is like i want to go live with mom and it's like i'm having difficulties you yeah know? Don't, don't even discuss it yeah no it's just you know your run-of-the-mill ex-military single dad <laughs> so he gets he, he's like i gotta get to the closet he gets his gun he comes out he kills a few guys and then he presses the code it's one three, three. the code to get into his armor shed is one three full of a million things that could kill oh, anyone I mean, he has an arsenal like you would not believe the only thing that could top it is the arsenal that he finds later Bring in the inside movie. I I plus shed yeah <laughs> but he yeah and so his like top secret code to break into like his fucking military grade automatic <laughs> weapons is one three <laughs> he gets some guns fucking kills a, kills a few people then just daughter's gone they got her they, yeah, he sees yeah. like a chopper leave or a car a, a car, car leaves cars, yeah. yeah he goes mercedes a couple a, of mercedes yeah we hear that we hear their plan if you want your daughter back, you'll have to do something. This is fucking awesome. This, this is... dude stays behind solo is insane. And he's well, like, nobody will relax. And they established him early on as like one of the main bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> this was a cool dip. Yeah. Like it it took a, it zigged when I thought it was going to zag. I was right. like, this is interesting, you know? Yeah, rewatching it, having had like the oeuvre of a thousand Schwarzenegger yes. movies, you're like, this is actually fun because this feels like they're pursuing making an over-the-top action movie. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy sits really comfortably in a chair. He's waiting for Schwarzenegger. I think this guy, by the way, just a quick aside, I think that guy's played a Latino gangster in almost every movie. <laughs> like, yeah. this is the first movie I've seen that actor in without one of those hair nets on. <laughs> yeah. This is like when they, yeah. He was also in Hard to Kill. He's one of the gangsters he's that the comes guy, into the. He's the guy who push who's who, who pretends to be a, a doctor, right? Is that the dude? Oh shit! Is it? Oh, is it? That I thought he was one of the gangsters that comes in the convenience store in the beginning in Hard to Kill. 
Oh, because know. we're not allowed to look things up or yeah, do well, any research. We yeah. can't. All I know is he his. He, I have a memory of him in a million. Yeah, he's in a million. There's some movies. 18 year old girl in Arizona screaming at her <laughs> iPhone right now, trying to tell us who this guy is. <laughs> all my she listeners is screaming. She is just like you sorry, idiots. Yeah. Sorry, Marie. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, uh, he's sitting there super casual. You were saying, Stan. yeah, he's super casual, and he's gonna like lay the plan out for yeah. her. Like, listen, you got to play ball buddy this is this is what we need we got your daughter and uh now, what does he say like do we have a deal yeah so we have a deal or it's like oh no right. it's he sets up schwarzenegger to be able to say wrong i right, think yeah. which is a line yeah. from terminator right so at the, wrong yeah and am then, i right yeah this movie has a lot of ham-fisted setups so arnold could say a one-liner yeah this is uh, pre-Terminator his, or post-Terminator? This is post-Terminator. Yeah. Post-Terminator because um, he uses, they have him call back, back some Terminator lines. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the wrong line. That's from yeah. when uh, the guy says, hey, you can't do that. When in, yeah. he's loading up the gun in Terminator <laughs> and he says wrong and shoots the guy. Uh, between Schwarzenegger's jokes and uh, what's her name? Uh, Ray Day Wong. Oh, um, Ray, Ray Dong Day Chong. Chong. Ray Dong Chong. Tommy yeah. Chong's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best. Uh, <laughs> she has like some crazy jokes where it's like if someone was in that in those situations where she's like, "You guys eat too much red meat." They're yes. fucking like blowing each other's fucking. Well, everybody's out. a real fucking sass pants in this yeah. movie. It's like everybody's doing jokes. Like Alyssa Milano's doing uh, jokes. Bennett's doing jokes. Bennett's, Bennett's doing, doing jokes. jokes. Schwarzenegger uh, is. So we should probably. So uh, look, oh, yeah. So this guy in the chair. So he's got this very valuable information. <laughs> he's laying out a plan and like the criteria for. Schwarzenegger get his daughter back and he says you know do we have you know am I you know you're gonna play ball and Schwarzenegger says wrong and just fucking shoots the guy in the Square head square in the head with a fucking rifle yeah and then sprints out because he's gonna try to intercept the cars that are getting away so he goes to his car this is a great moment too he goes yeah. to his car he's got he a lifts up old... the hood and he picks up just 25 wires in a ball like what did these guys do to the car he picks up literally like a ball of fucking like telephone wire and he's like Ugh! and then he just Drives his car, he gets it's, in his car, he pushes it, and it's all downhill. Yeah, yeah it's an old like K5 Chevy Blazer, yeah. and he just starts careening downhill. Just and I to- love the moment when the guy's like, he's after us without brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy son of a bitch. So they enter, we should probably skip ahead. They end up getting him. They put this mission on him. They for, they give him two guys to take him to the airport to fly to Valverde. They, it takes seven guys with guns to bring him down. Yeah. His daughter's already been kidnapped at this yeah, moment. Right. Then he wakes up and he's in a different area with Bennett, who we thought like I'm we like, thought was dead. Right. But he's Bennett, actually, we got to talk about. Yes. We haven't had a chance to yet. Now that he's fully introduced, it's one of the funniest castings in an action movie. Dude, th- this makes me think I could be in an action movie. He's got to be 48 I years old. I feel so badly out of guy. shape. Yeah. Dude's totally out of shape. He is like. He's got the most insane wardrobe. And he's He's, committed. He's so committed. I think you told me this, that there was another actor originally supposed to play. Yes, so there's there's a lot of discussion about this (laughs) that I did unrelated to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're referencing other conversations we've had about Commando. (laughs) Endless amounts of research I've done where I found like threads and then this guy talking about... I mean, so this guy was an actor... Is an actor. Um, his name's oh shit, I can't think of his name. He's an Doesn't, Aussie guy. Yeah. He's an Aussie guy. He was famously in Mad Max Two and played an iconic character in that. That he then called back in Weird Science. 
he shows up right. at the house. Oh, right. He's one he's, of like the uh, he's the badass guy that's like biker yeah, guy. he's yeah. like, you know, that can't take a shower with a beautiful woman <laughs> without, without wearing their <laughs> jeans. You know, and everybody laughs. laughs. Yeah, so they cast him in this and I guess they'd they'd cast another actor who they fired like on the day and then brought him in last minute. But they minute. didn't have time to get new wardrobe. He right? says that, but the wardrobe fits him. He just looks like shit. Yeah, he looks like shit. <laughs> he just looks I will, God, we got to find out. I want I want I wonder why that original guy got fired. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And then, like, what's we got to get the guy who played fucking. Uh, we got to get Bennett on this podcast. Bennett, because he he's compelling. He's fucking funny. He's committed he's, to it. And I mean, it's he's just, got some of the most insane monologues in this movie. He's got. It's an interesting bad guy because he's like, you know, he's really exposes his feelings out well, there. Well, this is one thing I love about the Bennett. story is you set up that all these like horrible terrorists are out there, and then. The, the true bad guy, his main motivation is that Schwarzenegger kicked him out of his unit. He yeah, loved but, it so much that he's mad that he got kicked yeah, out. Yeah, Schwarzenegger That's the kicked ultimate. Bennett but out But he also being sweats too- Schwarzenegger hardcore. Yeah. He's like obsessed with Schwarzenegger. And like, there's that moment later on in the movie At when the he's end? talking to Dan and Diane. He's like, oh, your guys think they're so tough. Oh, but a me dude. and Matrix would kill all. Like he's like oh, you missed me and the Matrix. best part. Yeah. The, that, that shot opens up with just them in a doorway, I think, and it's this one henchman. He's like slitting a young girl's throat is like a knife through butter. <laughs> yeah, and he's like holding a knife in his hand. Yeah, it just smash cuts to that. The guy's yeah. holding a knife, and then Matrix. Uh, what uh, Bennett like, is all like? It's like they're all talk. Matrix or I could kill all of your men. <laughs> right, right. What's the, what is the one line where he talks about laughing? Like, I'd be laughing about that. Like, Matrix, if he were here, he'd laugh too or something. It's just like, all right, enough he about said, fucking Matrix. And he Matrix. says John almost every John. Of, yeah, he's yeah. like, you're here to fight, John. <laughs> yeah, he's so he... Um, Matrix Schwarzenegger kicked him out of the platoon. I don't know whatever the fuck it's called. So then Delta he's now working for being too violent. Yeah. So then that makes him like flip sides. You know, we think for money, but it's not for money. Yeah, so he then he joins Dan Hedaya, who's formerly the head of Valverde, the formerly the right. communist leader of uh, whatever the uh, fascist dictator Valverde. Uh, Matrix put a new. Tru- a, a, a good guy in charge of Valverde. Right. Uh, yeah, let's pretend the- let's pretend he put like a great democracy in Valverde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though if it was anything like what really happened in South America it's right, probably yeah. like yeah. We just oh, put a guy yeah, in yeah, who yeah. can hook, hook the CIA up <laughs> yeah. with discount drugs yeah. to give to blacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Imagine we let's, get super deep on conspiracies. We all are crazy right wings by the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah let's pretend it wasn't somebody horrifically corrupt. <laughs> right. In reality is what it would have been. So now Hadaya wants back in, but he knows that Matrix would be trusted by the leader of Valverde, so Matrix has to be the one that... Because Matrix even says, why don't you guys... You guys have so many guns and shit. Why don't you just go do it? Yeah, there is a little bit of like... you could. They do lay some pipe in this. It's like... it's. You know, maybe oddly complicated or needlessly complicated, but, but you're like, like you're like, okay, they're laying some pipe here. They're trying because if if questions come up, they try to answer them at least, right. which I feel like is enough. But it, we, it reminds me of Predator in that in, in order just to get them into the jungle to deal with the Predator, there's got to be like a former team that, and then a switcheroo by <laughs> Carl Weathers, and then another yeah. team that like it's like it's like it's like just get us there. It's like <laughs> a weird old school Hollywood thing. Where I appreciate it's like, it. Yeah, I, I do. I love it. And I think people have more or less stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like they show it all now. Yeah, like where you're like, okay, okay. Or even like the, but I feel like the Bourne movies, it'll just be like 
Treadstone's behind this. And they're like, <laughs> don't worry about what it is. And we're not going to tell you. But we all kind of know what Treadstone is. You're like, well, what the fuck is Treadstone? This one, they laboriously lay it out yeah. there. So so at this point, also, so at this point we're, we're, we're going to the airport. Yeah. And they introduce, the other, what's the other, the sniveling guy? The uh, guy from the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Warriors. play. They introduce a ticking clock at this yeah. point. That is a great. It is. Excuse me, that's a great device. How long is the flight to Valverde? It's 11 hours. 11 hours. Copy that. We have 11 hours for Matrix to do as much damage. Right, so they set up that they are going to uh, see him into the plane, and then they need like visual confirmation that he's landing in Valverde. If he tries anything and doesn't <laughs> land in Valverde, and they don't see him there, they will execute his daughter. <laughs> right. So, But he knows he can't get on this plane because his daughter is not in Valverde. His daughter's in L.A. somewhere. Right. And so he has to, um, he thinks, he doesn't know where she is. So he has to murder the guy that's chaperoning him on the plane. By the way, plane. can we talk about the cha- chaperone, first of all, <laughs> is a six-foot-eight black dude in a Hawaiian shirt and a pith helmet. He's, he's wearing like, a yeah. safari he's helmet. He's wearing a safari helmet where he's, like, balding with long hair, yeah. relaxed. He looks like... Uh, Who's the uh, guy that like joins Conan, uh, who joins Arnold as uh, in... Walt Chamberlain? Uh, Will Chamberlain? Chamberlain? No, is that who it is? He looks, he looks like yeah. Will He looks like... Or maybe I'm uh, getting confused with someone else in that movie, but... No, it's it's Will Distil- What's his name in that? Bombata. Bombata! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Conan the Destroyer? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That awesome picture of, of uh, Arnold between Wilt and Andre the Giant. Oh, where right, where he looks tiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know the picture, guys. You know, we, we've Julie, all seen it. Marie from Arizona, eighteen-year-old girl listening to this podcast. You know, you know what we're talking exactly. about. Oh, I like. You probably me. brought it up before we did. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, first of all, there's a flight to Valverde. That's like, it turns out Valverde is not only a fascist dictatorship, but a vacation destination. Yeah, sure. yeah there's a nonstop eleven-hour flight so, to Valverde yeah. from LAX, <laughs> and they sit first class. They yeah. go, "Oh, you're five C and five D first class," and he kills the guy within five seconds of five sitting. seconds it is the most bad like how hard he fucking elbows the guy <laughs> yeah. before he snaps it's his fucking neck. awesome it's fun then schwarzenegger <laughs> is so strong in this i mean it is like cartoonishly like just fucking elbowing people and they fly across the room <laughs> yes he hits him and then puts him in a headlock and you just hear his head break like right that then he tucks him into a blanket and when the the stewardess comes over he's like don't disturb my friend he's dead tired yeah they, there's <laughs> crazy one-liners punny one-liners and then he this. gets up pushes his way through she's like where are you going you can't be up during takeoff he's like i have air sickness <laughs> they're that driving was, down uh, the fucking that was definitely a first take yeah, <laughs> yeah. arnold's well, that- a fucking funny man he really so, is he's funny. so funny yeah he really is funny. he's like kind of like i mean his attitude is just like i don't he care. like laughs yeah, through that yeah. line. he's like oh, i got air sickness and like he like mumbles a little bit and the, it's clearly a botched take but he's so charming and charismatic that you're just like okay no, it's and like, then he shoves his way through the carrot carrier there's a dog, dog to give flying a, little a dog scare. to valverde a, for 11 a doberman, hours a doberman <laughs> like a fucking doberman like a attack dog. No, that was the era where those were the scariest dogs. Yeah, yeah with remember. no doggy downers. Yeah. Just a dog fully awake and alert <laughs> for an rabid dog. Rips his way through fucking just arbitrary tarps that give so him the tarp that says do not rip. He rips. <laughs> yeah. And then he like fucking makes his way. He jumps. He ju- this is a great fucking- dummy switch. This is one of my favorite dummy switches in the mo- in any movie is when he gets onto the landing gear and you're like, when's he going to jump off? It's raising. Oh, he's waiting for the water. And then when he gets over the water, the 
dummy is just like leaning forward, just belly flops yeah. so fucking hard into the water. Yeah, so it lands in a swamp. It's it's like it's when you watch this movie as a kid, like you don't notice this shit, but watching it now, like that fucking commercial airliner is moving fat like if he tried to i mean he would just be like ripped apart you know but like he just like fucking jumps out into a swamp just gets back stands to- up sets his watch for 11 hours oh and starts the, running the sound design on that watch with the seconds yeah. clicking is the weird it's like <laughs> like as the seconds go oh shit i just hit the microphone but as the seconds go down it sounds like a muppet sound or something yeah they had a couple weird sound effects yeah. throughout there's a whole movie like the sound design and then like these weird like like uh, i don't know second unit shots where it's like all right just get a shot of a boat leaving and then like they you know they would just be like a 14 second shot of like the boat leaving and then like weird yeah. shots of like like beauty shots of the plane and the stuff plane, like at the end yeah. like after the movie's over there's a really long shot of the fucking plane landing it's like the movie is fucking done there was some artur that was like the second unit director just like hey we have 70 hours of beautiful shots i feel like this is a case of like the producer going like we can't have an 84 minute movie yeah like you know like we forgot to fucking make a movies we have 84 minutes it's like wow i could i could pad 15 second b-roll shots into this movie till it's 90 yeah like the uh murderous um you know garbage men let's get 58 seconds of them driving <laughs> rolling off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, Let's extend so, this conversation these two characters have about the garbage happening outside. Yeah. So um, he starts making his way back to the airport because he's got to get the guy oh, from the yeah, Warriors. Oh, yeah, he jumps out of a fucking commercial airliner into a swamp. And jogs gets, along a runway, jogs, soaking yeah. wet, and ends up dry in an airport. Yeah. yeah, back in the airport Somehow about three minutes. Guy. Yeah. Somehow about beats three this guy. Somehow beats this guy to the phone. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that he has to get back to the airport because his only link back to where his daughter is is what Sully. That's the guy. Sully. Name. Yeah. Remember Sully. when I said I'd kill you last? So Sully's in there. Sully is getting very rapey with Ray Don. Yeah. Chong. Sully's a coxman in this. He's yeah. a real fucking uh, pussy so hound. fucking classic too. Where he's like, she keeps blowing him off, blowing him off, and then he's like, "You fucking whore." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, yeah. He's she's clearly not interested and starts so politely aggressive. telling him that he's not. She's not interested. And then finally, like, hey, he follows her to the fucking, like, parking lot, right? Yeah, yeah. it's and she, insane. Yeah, and then when she denies him the last time, he calls her a fucking whore. <laughs> I know, it's, it's fucked up. Dark. Joel Silver. Yeah, yeah, this is all your this is your theory about Joel, Joel Silver. Joel Silver has got a major presence in this movie, yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, but the, the amount of shit this poor woman goes through just from, like, trying to get away from this rapey dude, which causes Arnold to also follow her, rip a, a fucking car seat out of her car. So get he can in, fit in. So he can fit in. <laughs> Yeah, not to like hide or anything, just so he can fucking fit yeah, in. This, this is, is like a Harry and the Hendersons yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> he rips out a shotgun so he could sit on like the floor. Yeah, in like her car McGee. She's got some kind of like red convertible. Yeah, car. yeah she's got like a fucking Maserati as a flight attendant. Yeah. And everyone, and, in- and of course, th- is, is Sully drives fucking crazy. Is it Scully or Sully? Sully. Sully, and Sully drives like a yellow yeah. Lamborghini. Yeah, he's a yeah. And he drives like a fu- yeah, he drives a Porsche, and he and drives he's a like fucking a lunatic. maniac. Yeah. yeah, and they have to chase him they go to a mall where he has to meet some guy to get passports he yes he to goes meet- to the glendale or the sherman oaks galleria yeah he goes to the galleria tr- another layer where he's trading money with a communications director or something like whatever the fuck we think it's passports to get them to valverde or whatever that island is and yes. then starts one of the most we watch our hero of the movie punch police officers in the face for uh, so, eight minutes uh 
she he tries to enlist her help. He's like, bring that guy back over here so I can kill him. And this she's like, a- okay. And I actually really like this because she's like, fine. Immediately finds a security guard. He's <laughs> like, there's a crazy guy. There's a yet. giant guy in a green shirt. And then th- one of my favorite moments in that movie, I love any movie where they have to reference how badass a person is. Like, it happens a lot. The dude's like, I don't think I can take him by myself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he calls one other mall security and he goes, I don't think I can do this on my own. <laughs> the other guy's talking to two girls and he's like, you want to see me kick some ass? And then even he sees Arnold and he he calls for more guys. Yes. No, this is very much of that t- of our all these guys we like. There's a lot, you know, played pay, uh, of attention paid to their manhood and yeah. how badass they are, and all this. <laughs> That's the biggest fucking guy I've ever seen. You need a lot of other characters who you think are pretty badass to say this guy's really badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then he great moment when he fucking picks that phone booth up on his back. Oh, yeah. When he fucking squats a fucking phone booth that Sully's in trying to make a call. What about where there's like 10 guys on top of him and then he cartoonishly throws every single one? And like six guys fly up. This movie, not the best for hand-to-hand combat. I will say the hand-to-hand fighting in this movie. It's clunky. Yeah, it's clunky. Also, there's a lot of... I mean, it's sort of the classic 80s thing where they could have shot Arnold many times over. Right, and then also the other... They they tried to justify that they need him, I guess. But there's even a point where he shoots the phone booth, the window, and then Arnold's in front of it. He just kind of puts his gun down (laughs) and lets him pick the phone booth up. Right. And then another... The guy who sold the passports comes out with a gun. Oh, yeah. And starts shooting... Cops. He could have easily just walked out of there. He was not. No one knew who he was. At a certain point, Ray Don Chong starts to like Schwartz. She believes that his daughter really is. She saves him. Yeah, she saves him. Going to shoot him. Oh, it's a cop. That's right. She shoves him. The cop down the stairs. Yeah, Uh, and then she has a great. She is. So then they leave the mall. They're still chasing Sully, and um, she recaps everything that took place in the movie yeah. up to this point. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Which a, a nine-year-old Ryan Stanger loved. Like, Let's bring little Ryan up to speed on this. <laughs> yeah, all I cared about is that Arnold just squat-pressed the fucking phone booth. Oh, and man. That. It's, it's a great even, shot. Like, of even it. things that just literally happened to just really hit it home and she's like, and I saved your life for some reason. Yeah. 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 My motivation <laughs> Which, like, is weird, yet to be shown. Weird straight man improv justification. <laughs> Like for some reason, I'm getting in the car with you. I don't know what's going on here. I did just shove a cop down two flights of stairs, and they show that poor cop really roll down those yeah. stairs. Right. Great stuntmen in this. So oh, many good God. stuntmen, especially once we get to yes. uh, the little base. Seventeen more stuntmen than principal cast. Another IMDb, IMDb trivia. That when you that see the list of stunt, nothing makes me happier than pausing on stunts in these old eighty movies and just reading the characters' names. They're better than John Matrix. Oh, you know, yeah. it's always like. Tim Bones, Mc- yeah. you know, it's always like Hamburger McGraw. Yeah, they're all yeah. Like weird ass <laughs> nicknames and shit. Um, great, this is a great moment. We see uh, he holds. We, we chase Sully down. They flip his car. They get Sully. He hangs him off of a cliff and says, "Remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah, you did, Matrix. I remember that." <laughs> I lied, and he lets go. They're both they're both completely cool with the fact that he just threw a dude down into a ravine. Oh, he doesn't really tell her because he's like, "I let him go." Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. He gives her the the joke. joke. Yeah. What happened to Sully? I let him go. There's a great moment where he's holding him with both hands, switches to just his left arm, which is fucking shred, and he goes, "This is my weak arm, Sully." It's like this is so. That's all I want to talk about. Is like I can do less shoulder raises with my left arm than I can with my right. 
That's yeah. like a fucking straight up axe hold. <laughs> so they got to yeah, meet Bill yeah. Duke, and I, so I probably give him these passports that he right. was supposed yes. to, that was supposed right. to, at the I Sunset Hotel the at the Sunset Hotel in Malibu. Yeah, was, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he he opens up Ray DeChong's um, shirt. Oh yeah. Like, just and turns on the showers like just uh, tell him you were uh, having a good time with Sully. Yeah. <laughs> And we, you know, Sully has been established as being into women, so this is yeah. all plausible. <laughs> yeah. And Ray Dawn at this point is fine to, you know, be bait, I guess. Or, yeah. you know. She's like, oh, well, if it matters saving your daughter, you please rip my blouse open and make me a fuck object for its green beret who's about to show up. Great. And oh, we know Bill Duke's line. a green yeah, beret because we get... it. So this is, we've talked about this moment. This is good hand to hand combat. This right? is this, a great yeah. fight scene. Yeah. This yeah. is a, scene. you know, a revolver has 11 bullets in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you and I have talked about this a We've, long time. I think we I talked think, about did this we talk about it on, on a previous podcast? episode, yeah. but we'll get to it again because this is a great moment. So Bill Duke shows up. I'm, this Green Beret is going to kick your ass. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow gets out. I, I eat Green Berets for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. like, it's the lamest line that, yeah. Yeah. in the whole movie. But it's still good because yeah. it's just fucking Arnold, man. And then they fight and they throw each other through glass so much and then they go through the door. He does like the, the leg press, like the which he does like three times in the movie yeah. where he double kicks a guy in the chest from the ground. I completely forgot about that. I'm like, what's he going to, is he going to jump up or what's the move here? And he fucking launches this guy with both. He like mule kicks this guy with yeah. both feet through a fucking door, through a door, which is our favorite reveal in the commando movie is a cu- classic action movie trope is the couple is fucking when you break through their yeah, door. And you right? see a big pair of like fake tits, big yeah. pair of fake tits. She is fucking him from behind. He's on all fours. Yeah. She's kneeling and behind. They're him. It. And right. they're filming it. <laughs> <laughs> and she has the biggest pair of bolt-on fake tits. Yeah. I, I mean, like crazy oh, weird. So, I used to wonder when the brief nudity would come, and it's like, oh, Ray Don Chong, maybe it's her. And nope. <laughs> it's a random character we see for one minute who just shakes. She literally shakes is like the ah! biggest fake tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fucking uh, They are like nine or like eighties fake boobs. Eighties fake like sloppy, swollen like misshapen fucking yeah, those crazy. are my favorite tits. Like Picasso nipple placement oh. situation happening. <laughs> Because of 80s movies uh, and how much I like seeing boobs in those movies, tan lines to date get me. Because like, when a chick just has that like, informed boob, your sexual proclivities. Right, like those just a perfect yeah. white triangle, white triangle over, over the nipple. Yeah, it just would get Uncle Gabriel's going big time. <laughs> uh, so I want, to, I want to take a moment to talk about why I think this movie is so awesome. It, it's the guns version of Bloodsport, I feel like. And that's what, what I mean by that is in Bloodsport, you, you want to watch Van Damme fight. And Bloodsport just sets up a device in which Van Damme has mm-hmm. to do 20 right. fights against different people, and those different people have to fight each other. In Commando, with Arnold, you just want to see him sh- flex, shirtless, whatever, and shoot people. And in Commando, <laughs> they just set it up that it's like, don't worry, for 40 minutes he's going to be killing people. Yeah, and I just they, think those... They move him from set piece to set piece, and it's a different t- type of fighting right. each time. Exactly. You see him hand-to-hand, you see him... He, so this is always a love fest with Schwarzenegger he when you watch this fucking the guy holds the screen you know he's stiff whatever you want to say like he's stiff but like the lines make sense coming out of him they kind of know what they're doing and it's sincere but it's funny at the same time and then um and then he just looks great holding guns and he has this cool thing where he kind of like moves he like jerks the gun around when he's like spraying bullets out of an automatic (laughs) weapon which is kind of strange but like yeah it's like he's got like he's like 
I guess there's certain models like Iman and stuff that are built to wear kind of clothes. I feel like he's just built to like hold guns and shit. He's a real life action. He's, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've modeled action figures and superheroes yeah. off of Arnold upon me- seeing meeting Arnold, right? Like yeah. Yeah. society after seeing Arnold was like, well, that's the what every superhero's got to look like. Marie know? in Arizona, 18 year old Marie is vigorously nodding her head in agreement <laughs> on all she these pulled things. Over. Yeah, she pulled over. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh man, they haven't even talked about pumping iron. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's why I think th- that that this movie does so well. It's like it just gets you where you want. So then it's like we got we now have the key. We have now another piece of information. Bill Duke is dead in the most fun way. Fucking stake through his chest, vampire. Death. Oh yeah, and, and some, Arnold still tries to talk to him for a while. Yeah, yeah. he's like, but where are you headed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they find out that there is a fueling depot where there's some more bad guys. <laughs> They take out a couple of those bad guys. This is like the most story shit. This is where people probably like will look this, at their phone now. Right. Um, where it's like they this kind of say before. Yeah. The one moment where the sh- shit slows down is these like nine minutes, including there is this great. Nothing is better. There's like seven getting ready montages in this movie, which is well, what this, you need. This, I, I realized a lot of this movie is like playing. Um, what was uh, the fucking. Um, it's a video, video game. game. It's Grand a video Theft Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Where it's like he just steals a different car. He just jumps in this car. Like then they leave that car, grab a new car. Right. Yeah. And nope. now they fucking bulldoze into uh, an army surplus navy shop, si- surplus city, yeah. surplus city, <laughs> and just load up on a ton of weapons. Shopping and shit. cart being pushed by Ray Dong Chong, and he's putting the most. He smashes a thing open, puts one knife in there, grabs a pair of flip, fins, flippers, two pairs yeah, of, yeah. grabs fins off of a shelf and puts them down. Yeah. She's this, got these a shopping cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like adding like a canteen, binoculars, and then he finds the button that we've been waiting for the whole movie. The password is not one three in this case. It's just a tap of a button, yeah, and yeah. a wall comes up at Surplus City, and it's just an insane amount of guns. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, but it's so funny when he's looking for that button. He's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, and then like. Yeah. He finds it and it opens up a secret vault full of weapons. Right, as if like I know the Vietnam vet that owns this place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all the gets so many guns, great Chekhov's even, rocket launcher moment. Th- this is also <laughs> fucking great where it's like, even though they established that he can smell bad guys coming. That's what I was movie, about to say. This is this just like a cop just fucking like basically like what Stanger and I would play if we were in this movie. Right, right. <laughs> like these Freeze two fucking, yeah, these two fucking douchebag dudes. Yeah. Like, then they're fucking, like, just out of nowhere, and Arnold doesn't do anything. So this is the one part of the movie that bothers me. Yeah. Ray Dong Chong, so we're to assume Ray Dong Chong has loaded up this stolen convertible with all of the military, with all the shit that Arnold needs. Yeah. She's away from the cops. The cops come in, arrest, no, they arrest Arnold, they're putting him in the truck, and then she wheels out the shopping cart. Somehow she was just like hidden in service. She's like, shh, okay, get in the car. Arnold gets arrested. Arnold killed... He fought 25 cops hand-to-hand in the mall. Yeah. Two cops get the jump on yeah. him. Ben and I get him. Yeah. And he we, lets we himself get, get arrested. Get him. And then he lets himself get arrested. And he's in like, you have to contact Kirby. And they're like, uh, think we locked him up last week, right? <laughs> ben and I scream yeah. our lines to each other. We work three days on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Great 
great those guys have a great moment when they're like when she pulls up alongside them and is like looking at him he's like what does she want who knows she's huh? about to show us something <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. then she yeah. pulls out a rocket launcher yeah shoots it the wrong way out the back great great fucking weapons in this movie great yeah. visual yeah. weapons and what like a fun moment like she fucking shoots it the wrong way and it blows up it's great blows yeah, it up bl- a building <laughs> they get freaked <laughs> out yeah fun, then like, she the- just shoots it at the fucking truck yeah. what's her assuming game that'll there? work yeah. yeah you don't blow it up and kill all three yeah. of them those guys including the guy you're trying to rescue you managed to hit the tires that make it flip that would be so funny just an alternate universe where she just blows up and you're like well that's the end and of then that. you know just slit the daughter's throat like that movie ends right there like butter He's cut dead. Alyssa Milano's throat movie's you. over <laughs> uh, the, one thing we haven't talked about in this movie yet is the insane steel drum fucking oh soundtrack. yeah the fucking oh, steel yeah, drum James uh, the steel drum this is the most steel drums in any movie you will ever see this is see. like peak action jungle movie movie music like yeah but, but it, holy it, shit it they never like, go away the um the kind of like i don't know tr- that score that we started to hear like the real badass score. it wasn't I mean, foreboding in any way no, it was like vacation like, music yeah, yeah and there's like some weird saxophone stuff <laughs> like at certain scenes yeah and it's like james horner who is like an experienced composer right. that I'm, i love it me too i love it's it's like but porno it's music. It's like so sped up much, porno music. It's so much steel drum. <laughs> I mean, there's, in every there's moment, one yeah. point where you're like, fuck, man. I, they're really sticking <laughs> <to the steel laughs> And you're like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? <laughs> so they get all their guns. They get on a canoe with wings. <laughs> My favorite fucking joke. This, this, thing's a canoe. A this thing's older than I am. She's like 25 years old. Yeah, fucking. This isn't a plane. This is a canoe with wings. Yeah, Shecky Green came in to write all of Ray Don John. We're not going to make it. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it doesn't start. He punches it. it works every time. Yeah. So they're flying. They're, they're they're flying someplace because it can't be Valverde because that's an 11-hour flight. Right. They're flying they, to just some other Upon looking at that. a map, they realize off the coast of California, on the way to Valverde, yeah. is this an is army like, base. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Santa Barbara or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, what's it What's it called? The one that's right off of Long Beach? Like uh, Coronado? Not Coronado. Catalina? Catalina. Yeah, yeah. It's like as far away as Catalina. <laughs> it's a bunch of tourists like on golf carts driving around and shit. <laughs> so so th- this is one of my favorite moments in the movie. Is this where we see the plane land, the uh, the plane that Arnold's supposed to be on? It's a bunch of people waiting for the plane in Valverde, all people in, like, vacation tours. Oh, yeah. And then two sweaty Latino guys in, like, greasy tank tops with, like, huge pit stains and chest sweat stains. Like, where is he? It's like, I wonder who these two, I wonder if these two guys are bad guys. It's like all 70-year-old white hairs in fucking Hawaiian shirts with lace and then two bald, greasy, paunchy dudes yeah. who are like... And then a fuck. They're just waiting. Everyone's yeah. off the plane, There's and like then they bring the fucking uh, <laughs> gurney down. Yeah, like a stretcher. They never check on that guy for the whole flight, and they never wonder where Arnold is, who got up, who's the, been in the bathroom for the eleven six hours. Four two hundred and seventy-five pound bodybuilder who had air sickness has been in the bathroom for, for the entire flight. No follow-ups. First class would come around and be like, "Do you want a drink?" And it's yeah. just a, and he, when they reveal that he is now gray, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you had to show that this guy is like incredibly decomposed yeah. for this 11 hour flight. <laughs> Dead tired. Dead tired, uh, yeah. And uh, so that was a fucking. And then we get. This is where the movie just absolutely. Yeah, it goes into the stratosphere. Goes into the stratosphere. They land. 
And I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I, I know I've been uh, touching, dabbling in the homosexual world for years, but especially on this podcast. I don't think but so. That, that last mo- one you did with Rennie was, I felt like, very <laughs> hetero and macho. <laughs> you mean the Marvel talking? Cinematic Universe yeah, where who we you broke down who we would fuck? <laughs> Um, so sorry. Yeah, go with this. You know this out yeah, of yeah, character. Talk about, uh, talk about uh, the, the time. Arnold's greased up body. Arnold is. This is the best moment of the movie for me. Is Arnold gets they're flu, they're on the plane. Arnold's been in whatever combat. He's been in like a, a Henley shirt this whole time. They land. Arnold gets off of the canoe with wings, and he's in a speedo. Yeah, he picked up a speedo at Surplus City. Yeah. Is what we're supposed to assume. <laughs> he's got a row like you know a uh, hundred feet into the shore he gets in a zodiac boat which i guess he also got in surplus city (laughs) right gets and two oars we he he thought to grab all that (laughs) (laughs) he rose into fucking he's in just a speedo he rose gets out and he just has like a duffel bag full of guns and he's in a speedo and you're like fuck yes this is my favorite scene in any movie it definitely makes a good case for working out because like he looks great he's like in great (laughs) shape fucking jack but the amount of shit he puts on oh yeah like he he, so he loads up with weapons that and it's mind-boggling how much shit he there's no way he can carry all that there's actually scenes later on when he's in combat that he keeps dropping the uh, bazooka and picking it back up (laughs) he's got and he's got like two or three messenger bags i guess with like more ammo or something also and then there's a point where he just runs out of stuff and he has to get those buzz songs (laughs) all right yeah let's get to this because this is so we have one of the great close-up getting ready montages i think rambo does it one yes. of the best ones mm-hmm. uh this one is all close-up of arnold's insane body yeah if you've never if you've never seen this movie just think of any movie you've seen where it shows the protagonist like snapping buttons putting stuff over their head i think a this grenade is, getting clipped to a vest yeah this yeah. is where a lot of this stuff came from and i also think it really informed a lot of those first person shooter video yeah, games totally. where you just 100%, like 100 percent put all that shit on it's and, literally like the paper doll of you know like here's your gun goes here your helmet goes here like yeah all that shit and it's just close-ups the music is fucking peaking he's so ch- like he just rode so he's got a little extra vascularity going on <laughs> no and it's so about the body and like you know, you know he's like listen you know i want to have you know all my equipment there i'm going to pump up and i'm gonna need time before every take to do this and you know it's like the whole crew of like 600 yeah. people are just waiting for him to like rail <laughs> off like sets of 225 on bench and yeah. he's definitely doing quick 21s with the easy yeah. bar <laughs> he's doing the california seven yeah he's got like seven. you know chicken and rice and stuff and they're like all right we're ready to fucking shoot you <laughs> getting ready from 400 angles and he gets fucking juiced up and ready he manages to remember to bring pants and boots but does does go vest no shirt yeah, yeah. he's got the paratrooper vest on. <laughs> and, he just, and he just fucking paints his upper body yeah he does like <laughs> the black uh, the black lines on his arms the tiger right. stripes on his arms and face yeah because it's and, a it's a beautiful sunny day on a, a well landscaped you know place that he's breaking into and he just wanders onto so this is the best this is a full blown killing spree of just dudes with mustaches and sunglasses fake mustaches some yeah. of the dudes have electric tape on their face yeah some and, of those sometimes, have... and you see some of them get killed twice yeah, oh, there's, yeah. Definitely, you, there's oh. definitely shots of Arnold turning the same corner a couple times so they're yeah. 
let me just do, let me do the intro like the I, I watched it like three times yesterday there's like the first no of just this one section because he walks in kills three guys silently with a yeah, knife that's awesome. kills a fourth yeah. guy by shooting a knife out of like a, yeah, a knife like, gun yeah. yeah some kind of knife gun yeah, all the knife kills amazing. are fucking cool yeah and he he does like uh he's like hola whatever <laughs> guy turns around and he shoots him he's like buenos noches or something shoots him with the fucking thing then he walks out so he's been silent so far kills four guys walks casually just kills four guys and walks into the middle of like a campus green like he's yeah. so sneaky walks in the guy in the tower who he clocked earlier sees him he turns shoots the guy in the tower and then an alarm goes off yeah so he, and then, the alarm <laughs> yeah. like the weird sound is a hundred guys come out yeah. of nowhere start shooting at him he runs 15 feet and then pulls out his claymore mine thing that we saw him test at surplus city amazing explosive where you see fucking just dummy like you see oh. fucking stick figures in the front Dude, every house there is made out of fucking plywood <laughs> yeah. they just all explode so much but also you the see all these thing- scarecrows and fucking soldier <laughs> uniforms just topple and over like every single window had to have like a mini detonator like just like just the windows like out blood. of everyone that's what i'm getting at he pull that first <laughs> like why do you walk out and wait till you have to shoot a few guys to yeah, pull that a bunch up? of weird silent knife kills and then he goes loud yeah. and then he detonates so what, a big bomb. we're to assume that while he knife kills four guys he sets a hundred claymore mines <laughs> including in the tower oh yeah, yeah to, to like the kind of explosion that this was to execute that would take 15 years of planning yeah, of, of like construction and demolition like work. He, 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 wouldn't have been able to, he wouldn't have been able to bring that amount of explosives on the boat over. It would have like sunk no, the boat. Like, the you hear of... about it in Vegas when they're going to demo something yeah. like the city gets involved with planning. They have to bring like MIT experts. I mean, it's like a whole fucking... <laughs> and it would be like here... his, his life's work would be to so, like pull off I think at this like... point he's out of uh, weapons altogether. He and has he hides in shed, guns And he on. got shot. Yes. So this is where we see, after he blows it up, we see him, the three guns we saw him set up, the big machine gun, the little Uzi, the shotgun, then the pistol, and they're all, he brings one clip for everything, apparently. He goes through those four guns immediately, and then gets shot and has to go do first aid and reconnoiter. He's killed 200 guys. Yeah, and it's this is also really quick, um, so we can go on for seven hours, but I love when he throws the grenades. This movie really has people get launched yeah. through the air. Oh, they they, they jump time. 16 to 18 yeah. feet. Yeah, so air. it's like a small explosion for their grenades, and they hit like this air ram that like flings <laughs> like actual flies there. <laughs> they go Two flying. Stuff, they're like, Ugh! like they got the slow-mo grab yeah. and then launching I've into never the seen that since in a movie. The Like the level of height that these guys get on the grenades. That had to be this... I, when I went to second uh, director. Uh, Colonial, uh, or I, we went to uh, Gettysburg, okay. um, and the tour guide there just like couldn't stop talking about glory and how you don't actually get tossed in the air. He he made the point like five times, and he's like, you know, because not like these Hollywood movies <laughs> where a bomb blows up and you go flying <laughs> like glory or something. And he's wearing fucking his like union uniform and his shit. supervisor's he's like, hey, mostly mad because glory's about a black. Yeah. <laughs> it's for really racist the, 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 the heroes were white. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not saying everything was good at that time but you know there were good white people is the point that i'm trying to make uh another another great part of this whole scene here is that they're fighting in like a courtyard of like a millionaire's mansion or whatever and the way they're the bad guy's strategy is all right 
There's a hundred. I hope that we have fun outside. Should we comment on this? In yeah, case that there's a dude. That there's just like <laughs> landscapers blowing fucking air right at. He's <laughs> literally like using the blower like on a little like table out there, <laughs> like on the. Top. And it's not that much different than one of the murders at the beginning of the movie. Right. I feel like I keep I waiting like for this, this guy to put down. Yeah, spray us. Spray us. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll talk over this because we're we're getting close to the end here. Uh, their strategy is, all right, we have 200 well-armed fucking bad, guy, uh, bad guys here. Why don't we go out eight or nine at a time and just run out in the open? <clears throat> I feel like if I was Matrix and I had the weapons he had and the cover he had, I could have taken out a handful of those guys. Yeah. They're literally yeah. just running, They're just standing running. up straight ahead, running through a courtyard. Matrix is behind cover with just 100 guns knocking it's, these motherfuckers. It's, I mean, it's awesome. It's a video game. Yeah. But, I mean, we got to talk about the saw blades. He gets into yeah. the shed, and he has to do a little bit of surgery on his fucking yeah. shed. So this gives him a reason to take a, the vest he finds off. An, yeah, he takes the vest off. He has a fucking little cut on his fucking <laughs> on his side. Yeah. But he does a great job of selling. He yeah. Then you see it, and it's like nothing. And he's like in such good shape, it's like impossible to... Like, just looks like he's got a fucking stain on himself. Yeah. He So he's in there, and they've got the shed surrounded. He has... He went from having so many guns that it was incum- it was cumbersome yeah. to he's empty, he's tapped, he's got nothing left on him. And they fucking spray it. They're spraying. Five guys are just standing in a circle. One of the guys in a very fake looking mustache. He's like blonde, wearing bronzer, and has like a black mustache and aviators. Yeah. It's like they were just. It's Ben and me. We were the cops yeah, yeah, earlier. Right, yeah, you know, it's the same guys like for this another was like stuntman training. Cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go shoot on Coronado Island out yeah. in fucking San Diego. <laughs> Um, and they spray it down, and then what happens? He looks around and sees that he's in the landscaping shed. The yeah. irony of fighting a thousand Latino guys with <laughs> and you hide in the land. The one white guy hides in the landscaping. Yeah, bed. you definitely hit hit the racist button for today. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I hate my ho- I hate my homosexual shit. I hate my racist shit. Yeah, uh, some misogynistic stuff in there. Yeah. Um, the talk about this because this is a. So he fucking, he grabs an axe, a couple saw blades, axes a guy in a cool underhanded way. Yeah, Yeah, he walks out with two axes. Yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah. Then he uh, waits till guys get close enough to scalp them by throwing a saw, a circular saw blade. (laughs) He cuts a dude's top of his head off and another guy goes right into his face. Yeah. That's it's, insane. His he's like completely out of weapons. Sees two buzzsaws. He's like, well, at least I know I could throw these with deadly accuracy. It's got to be Joel Silver. It's all this stuff like before it was a thing. So they're kind of finding it on the day. Yeah, like the crazy amount of kills. Like there's supposedly like a hundred and five kills, and it's like <laughs> really violent and interesting, gruesome deaths. It's but so- it wasn't like they weren't. It wasn't a nod to anything. It was like its own thing. It's just like. Fuck it, we're gonna fucking kill some people. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he walks out with two I axes. I saw through a fucking head, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, he walks out with two axes, swings one underhand into a dude's gut or groin. Yeah, takes him out, catches another dude's arm, and then the axe fucking, in his other hand I is think now it's a, a machete. machete. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, does, he does take two, but now he's got a machete. He just hacks that guy. Cuts fucking a dude's arm, arm clean off at the elbow. Yeah. <laughs> like, very clearly wants to. Grabs it, spreads it out, fucking yeah. cuts it off. Supposedly, he was supposed to then use that arm and, like, tell the guy, like, need a hand and then hit him with it. But they felt like it was too gruesome. I'm not joking. So they just have him lightly throw the need limb on the guy. Yeah, it's yeah. so awesome. Fucking hey. Then he kills, kills everybody leading into the have house. Have you ever carved, a, like, a turkey? 
It's not easy to fucking get a drumstick you don't go, you don't go clean through the bone yeah, with a machete. Yeah, fucking cut somebody's arm off. That's and... so... But, I mean, Arnold is he, so jacked. He can do it. <laughs> with the strength that, they, that he has that they establish in this, so he can absolutely So, when we go inside, he's killing more guys here and there. Like, there's a couple guys hidden around the corner. He's fucking killing them. <laughs> he then gets he fucking Dan Hedaya. Dan Hedaya. <laughs> we got to get to Bennett, though, right? Right, so yeah. then he gets but to the... Hedaya is kind of uh, um, anticlimactic. He just right. shoots yeah. him. He shoots him. Bad um, accent. Shoots yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bennett has Alyssa Milano and takes him underneath this mansion where apparently there is like a a steam factory. (laughs) (laughs) The underbelly of this mansion is a factory that doesn't make anything, but it's all like catwalks and steam pipes and poles and furnaces and all yeah, the shit like you need for fucking 1984 dystopian future prison underneath prison down there even more grand than that you know and, oh we never mentioned Bennett's wardrobe we said it's ridiculous but he is wearing a chainmail tank top and a leather pants and leather pants and he's, he's got fingerless a gloves and he's, he's got, cartoonishly out of shape yeah he is truly built like I am like he looked like he played offensive line in college and then never exercised again <laughs> and just got into fun, like Fuck! I get him in some fucking sleeves. Like cover those fucking arms. Yeah. Yeah. His arms he looks like a wrestler. He his looks like a jobber, right? He looks yes. like a wrestler yeah. who wrestles yeah. under his own name. His, his <laughs> arms are not big, and he's got a gut. And they keep—I mean—they the, keep talking about how he's equal to Arnold, this yeah. guy who is like the fucking biggest dude you've ever seen in a movie. And it's like we can go toe to toe easily, and he right. just looks insane. As good of shape. As Arnold's in, that's as bad a shape as Bennett's in. Yeah, Bennett is Bennett he's looks fat like... Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yes, he's fat Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he's got a short he has buzz. A little buzz he's got a little he's got mustache. mustache. He's yeah. got fingerless gloves yeah. on. He's holding the top half of a mic stand. And he does everything with panache. <laughs> <laughs> Bennett looks like like if you're like when your dad like you caught your dad like working out for like the first time and you're like, <laughs> What are you doing? And he's like, Oh nothing, you know, like <laughs> we're like kind of embarrassed. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, I'm in the best shape. No, I'm I'm a hero to you, right? Like, please don't. <laughs> um, you know, just moving stuff around the garage and stuff. So I will say I know this Bennett Matrix fight super well because Gemberling and I did it word for word and uh, beat for beat f- uh, for stone scenes at UCB last year where I couldn't do an Australian accent or Arnold's impression. So Gamberling was like, just pick whichever one. I'll do all the acting. And then we choreographed the whole fight where I was Matrix with like the worst <laughs> black and white fucking tiger stripes all over me. Betsy Sidaro is playing Alyssa Milano. <laughs> and Gamberling is Ben and he's like, Matrix. Like doing it. He so- does kind of look like it. He does kind of yeah. look We all kind of. Me and Gambling both kind of look like Matrix. Uh, not Matrix Bennett. I wish Matrix. And then this fight. <laughs> I wish Matrix. You're really raw and exposed today. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, all yeah. the, it's all the Gatos, fucking Xenadrin and Decagaball. Deca Yo, you're doing PAG? I'm, yeah, I'm on Diana Ball and fucking yeah, Winstrels. Gambers like, <laughs> is hanging it out there. Today. In like a non, non-jokey way. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm fucking raw. As soon as we're done recording, we're going to ask you for dietary tips. <laughs> Stanger, I'm yeah. about to offer you uh, I need to get my a body small fat fortune. Down. <laughs> yeah. um, I want these abs to pop finally. Yeah. Fuck. Come on. We have a pretty... I'm Matrix, fu- not Bennett. A pretty fucking solid but poorly choreographed fight scene. Like, yeah, because Bennett's out of shape. Right, and Arnold is not... 
never been very yes. good at hand to hand stuff because he doesn't move fast right. enough. Like, uh, but there's a lot of like the, slow twitch. Yeah, he, 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 there's a lot of like the big one arm fucking haymaker swings yeah, back and, and forth and shit. You could tell like they don't know how to shoot him as well yet. It's great yeah. because he he looks great and it's a lot of Arnold, but they kind of figured out later on like how to really show him close up pulling you in tight. Yeah, uh, the the behind the arm, the behind the back choke when yeah. you see Arnold flex. That's a big thing you'll see in all of his movies. Yeah, but this, this one there's a lot of like medium shots and then like singles of them like ha! like yeah. you know like trying to punch each other they, they, it's all really slow and deliberate and kind of set yeah. up you but know? the dialogue in this fight is some oh, of the most insane movie dialogue just even getting him to put his gun down is fucking crazy why don't you put your gun down and then you could put the knife in me and watch the life leave me like you want to Ben and he's like <laughs> okay Matrix the he's got like such a high pitched voice he's like yeah, no. I don't need the, I don't need the gun yeah, like, I don't need a gun John I don't need a gun John it's like you know when you do like like stupid jokey like reverse psychology yeah. it's like yeah. everything works uh, perfectly uh, right. and it's like right. i can beat you john i can beat yeah, you matrix knows him so well he knows how to uh, fucking get to the the things that will get him to put the gun down face him one-on-one -on -one. so they hit each other with some pipes they rip a furnace door off smash each other a few of those they throw each other up against a couple of walls an electric <laughs> yeah uh, bennett gets thrown against a fucking electric fence and, and luckily his he has a chainmail vest on, so you know that's conducting. It's like that. electrocuted for five or six seconds, and then, then he's right back into the box. <laughs> yeah. They try so hard to make Matrix uh, seem like he might not beat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like one punch, it seems like. But like, does it, doesn't it at a certain point, um, he said that he doesn't do it for, he didn't take any money or yeah. whatever? Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, how much did they pay you? Bennett, how much did they pay you? And he's like, I didn't want the money, John. You know? I wanted a chance to fight you, yeah. John. <laughs> to prove that I'm the best. Yeah. And then one of the best, the best kill line of the movie. Let out some steam. Let off some, some steam. Hey, Bennett. Let off so some. Bennett is getting an Uzi out yeah. and loading it and pointing uh -huh. it at Matrix. And in that time, Bennett, who is a formerly Delta Force guy, yeah. the amount of time it takes him to load a, to cock an Uzi and shoot it, Matrix manages to rip, rip. a pipe out of the wall and yeah, throw it javelin style. Yeah, with his injured arm at this point. <laughs> yeah. And then Thin throw. Shot. And you already said it's his weaker arm. Yeah. Throws a fucking <laughs> javelin. The pipe goes through, Matri uh, through Bennett, through his chest. Chainmail shirt yeah. <laughs> into this hot oil yeah. heater behind the yeah, hot whatever. oil heater. Through the chainmail fence. Through, through his upper furnace. thorax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through a furnace and it fucking and steam starts coming out the pipe and he sees it. And he's dying yeah. looking at steam, which is not coming from his body, which is coming from the thing behind him. Right, yeah. It's like a tunnel through his body. Let off some steam. Yeah. Some song. Great fucking. It's literally like, if you steal my daughter, I will rescue her. It's like, it's like, love will get me to kill. Like, it's like the most. On the lyrics. Yeah. It's like written. Commando theme. Theme from Commando. Commando's life for me. In a surplus. The last so, so this is when they're really like so the movie's effectively over. There's a long shot of the plane landing that you can watch on fast forward and double time is still long. Yeah, and I then, have it running right now. It's still going. And then, the and then still they, like they shoot this in a weird way where you think every line is going to be like kind of um, the blackout like, line. Yeah, like the blackout line. Like but six. they don't. It's like until next time. 
not a chance. Yeah. And then they just no hang chance. on and Kirby. They, and Kirby's just smirking. There's a couple of great shots in this scene that really creep you out. They cut to Alyssa Milano's face to see her like kind of smiling at Kirby like, no, my dad's not going back. But uh, Alyssa Arnold's Milano is flexing. underneath Arnold's yes. Arnold's flexing his back. Uh, it's, she's, it's super fucking weird. His arm is around her head and she's shirtless. <laughs> so they keep cutting to her face and Arnold's like ripped arm and his peck is moving peck. like in and out of flexing. So it's a close his up of a little is... girl's face, a man's tit, like veiny flexing behind her. And she's just like smirking like, I'm sorry, but daddy's coming home. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, I'm terrifying. telling you fucking Joel Silver storyboard that last shot right it's very like specific on the, the background chest. is muscle striation <laughs> like her face is framed by fast twitch muscle fibers no chance they tried to get that to be a line it didn't yeah. take it did not yeah. it did not take and no then they watch uh, then yeah, they get so back weird. on yeah. the fucking and they fucking boat. circle around and they just start circling for a See, long time they couldn't you. start it it can't they couldn't land it. And then they're like, they have the option to get home any way they want. And they're like, no, the three of us will go without a military convoy and just get on this seaplane and we'll casually land it back in Los Angeles. And, yeah. go and this is one of the uh, tropes of these movies too that I love so much. No sexual chemistry between her and Ray Don Chong. No, no, not whole, at all. Between Arnold and Ray But Dawn. now they're a couple. It's, but now they're like, you know they're getting married this weekend. It's a, I guess they shot a love scene, but it was right. it was comically bad, so they cut it from the movie. Yeah, it seemed too much like a giant Aryan pummeling like a, a most light-skinned black woman. I, there, I, I've heard that multiple times with Arnold movies to where they cut the love scene because it just like doesn't work. Like, I guess in Eraser with Vanessa Williams, yeah. there was like a romance thing, but they're like, ah, fuck. It's, well, that's literally the same thing, like a light-skinned black woman yeah, with yeah, a giant like, Jack Aryan. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you know, filling out some diversity on these Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> right, and you don't even register that Ray Don Chong is like an attractive female, and she never comes. She never has like a sexy moment until Arnold rips her fucking blouse open, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, I guess she's like, oh, she, she's great." She's, she's awesome. She, she's, I guess, she, she like says some weird stuff now, right? Didn't she say some weird kind of? Oh, I can imagine. Weird, I don't know, probably right, and then also famously discovered Chris Pratt. Really, in Hawaii, he no was like, way. she's the one that was like, he was her waiter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. She's she's Tommy Chong's daughter. She's got like the most a perfect genetic makeup of like she's like one he- quarter Native American, one, Native Canadian, one quarter Black, one quarter Asian, one quarter like it's like you're just the future of humans. At this yeah, point. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, they had like De Palma shoot second unit. But he's like, listen, I can give you forty minutes of this plane leaving. It's gonna be fucking beautiful. This guy's got too much testosterone. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're eating too much red meat. She's just watching, commenting, cracking jokes. Oh, Shecky Green, man. You did uh, all her dialogue. She's so fucking great. Oh, like- you know who it was? It was Bruce Valanche wrote all her jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, any closing thoughts? I, I feel like we've been no, doing this yeah, for I gotta an hour get and a half. The, I, gotta get, I gotta take a fucking nap. <laughs> you have to take it. Yeah, I'm fucking exhausted. Um, we like ran the same running time as the fucking movie. I know. <laughs> we did go beat for beat with exactly what happens in the movie. Yeah. I, yeah, at a certain point, I was like, oh shit, we're literally. We're just like, and then he takes yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's a cool thing. As a kid, I paid no attention to any of the politics at all. Yeah. Like, 
the more this most recent time I was kind of paid more attention to why he got called into action. <laughs> but I remember just as a kid, just like, oh, they got his daughter. He's got to get her. Right. That was fucking enough. Yeah. And you're like, you just it, when we were younger, you just understood that sometimes there's an island filled with bad guys <laughs> that is completely unchecked. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass that Mike stand. And <laughs> oh, I, re- <laughs> I remember real quick, my experience watching this for the first time. I don't know if you guys remember yours was. I saw the movie The Fly with uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, terrifying. And it scared the fucking shit out terrifying of me. Terrifying My dad forced me to watch it. He's like, fucking <laughs> watch it. It's a movie. And like, I wanted to cover my eyes. wouldn't let me cover my eyes. And then after that, <laughs> Commando was coming on. And he's like, watch this with me too. And it was like such a great palate cleanser. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. You could just... Schwarzenegger could kill the fly and it was very comforting to me I had no nightmares I watched Commando like it was I thought it was the sequel to Predator yeah like I saw the VHS box and I was like oh he's got a vest and a gun this must be the exact same movie yeah I like the, my head jumbles a lot right, of these yeah. movies <laughs> together including Raw Deal which we should maybe watch yes or, we should oh, or uh, yeah. what's the Red Heat that's a good one too uh, with Jim Belushi it is yeah, yeah. I, I like Raw Deal Raw Deal is fucking great and not a lot of people have seen that so, yeah. if it, I was to recommend a movie based on this one I would say try to see Raw Deal alright so let's let's do this uh, so guys thank you so much for coming on and talking about Commando I appreciate that Absolutely. tweet at us what movie you think we should do next in this world so that's Ben underscore Rogers Rogers with a D and then Stone Stanger Stone Stanger at Stone, at Stone Stanger and I'm, I'm hovering you. just below a thousand followers so uh, don't don't follow me I want to keep it at right around 997 it's great for my John manager Gabers. tweet at us anything we missed talking about commando <laughs> if, if we, if we manage to miss God, anything I, I, ch- I challenge you guys tweet to... at us what movie we want we should do next we, we there's talks that maybe it should be raw deal or cobra uh, it, it has to be good it has to be good we're yeah. not doing bad movies we're not doing bad movies doing movies we love yes. yeah yeah cobra would be cobra would be a good so one tell us conan the movies would be a love. good one man conan. conan would be a fucking great one yeah i've got tons of thoughts on conan <laughs> <laughs> we all have tons of thoughts. As always, uh, rate me on iTunes uh, five stars and roast me in the comments. I'm <laughs> watching Ben have a very hard time with the mic, and it's me. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. My, I'm out of here. Ben is, I've had to piss since we like started talking about like uh, uh, the first murder in, in Commando. Oh, and listen to Schwarzenegger on the Nerdist podcast tell a pissing story about Commando that he fought to get in the movie, but they wouldn't let him. <laughs> listen to other podcasts that. <laughs> we don't have any part of. <laughs> uh, as always, thanks, shitheads, and thank you, Ryan and Ben. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about uh, Come With Me If You Want to Lift. All right, never mind. Right. Uh, <laughs> later. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>